I come from a faith tradition that says we all have a vocation or a calling. It is that each of us is here to serve other people, regardless of our occupation or our volunteer work or our role in life or our place in life in general. We have a calling and the calling is generally to serve people and serve the world. So my work might be to grow cattle uh, or to teach children or to run a retail business, but in all of it, my overarching calling vocation is to serve people. So what about politics? People tend to get a bit tense when we talk about religion and politics, church and state, in the same sentence. Many assume that they can't and must never, ever go together. People of faith should not use power to foist their beliefs on others. I agree. Even if their intentions are good, using the power of government to push one's religious beliefs upon others is not loving or respecting other people. Same for anyone, actually, pushing any ideological belief, Christian, agnostic or atheist. So how does a public official, a politician, live out the calling to serve? How do I attempt to faithfully serve people and all of humanity as a politician? Well, here's what one US long-term Christian senator said that I found ah, pretty good. His name is John Marty. He's a member of the Minnesota Senate in the US. He says, first, a politician serves by acknowledging the humanity of others and treating them with respect and dignity that each person, in Christian terms, each child of God, deserves. Second, to recognize that in public policy and politics there are going to be disagreements. We need to listen to others and to be open to change our view. None of us knows everything. We are shaped by our education, environment and experience. Since each of us is having a different mix of those factors, different perspectives on policies are inevitable and understandable, but it's how you deal with them. Third, to recognise that loving your neighbour as yourself means that we want them to have adequate food, clothing, shelter and other necessities. Basic human rights. He says, along the lines of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, a great document adopted by the United Nations in 1948, just three years after the horrors of a world war, World War II. Fourth, to understand that all 7.9 billion of us are neighbours on a finite planet travelling through space with finite resources that we are using up or can very easily use up um, uh, at the expense of our grandchildren and their grandchildren. So this requires a recognition that we do not own the planet. We are instead stewards, managers, careful managers of it, preserving, keeping, tending it for future generations. Fifth, to seek a system based on fairness where the system isn't rigged to block the partition of those uh, participation of those who disagree with us. So no coercion, open conversation. Democracy doesn't mean you get your way on everything. It means you win and, yes, you lose. We need to make democracy fair and inclusive for all of our people. So what is required of us but to do justice, love kindness and walk humbly with our God, as one of the old prophets of the biblical tradition said. Well, in a democracy, all of us are responsible for our society's governance, 
Government is not them, it is us, collectively. This means that all of us have a responsibility to work for public good, public policies, that we make lives better for all of our people, even those who are very different to us. That's our highest ideals, isn't it? So whether the issue is healthcare or climate or asylum seekers or racial disparities, our calling despite our faith or no faith or our ideological beliefs, whoever we are, our calling is to serve. Not just in one-on-one interactions, but in ensuring that we have a just economy and a government that helps those who are struggling. Friends, this is liberal democracy. This is what we live in and have enjoyed for 50, 60, 70 years since the Second World War. Uh, Gee, I hope we remember it, and I hope we stick to those ideals, whoever we are and whatever our faith is. Anyway, religion and politics, maybe they do go together after all, or at least they can.